Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Solutions for real people. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, and Reggie Swin. Damon is in now. What's up, Dame? How's it going? Same old Samoans, different day. You know it. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, Life and Feedback. We had a Southern Structural Solutions text line message about looking into Lamar Jackson's rushing numbers and kind of offsetting them with his passing numbers. He has five rushing touchdowns, 823 yards rushing, 24 passing touchdowns, over 3,600 yards passing. So overall, when you look at all the stats completely, then he's he's had a year. Yeah. No, no doubt, man. He, he's... You know, definitely a ball player, and he should get it. <clears throat> but I'm just saying, you know, I'm not a Dak lover, but Dak numbers as of late speak for themselves. And you cannot just say that Dak should not be in that uh, talk, that discussion. Oh, he will be. He will be. When they narrow it down, and usually it's a top three, it should be Lamar Jackson, Dak, and I guess Christian, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey would yeah. be the third. And so. With Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey both not playing this week, then Dak has a case to make for himself where he can put up some more numbers. Yeah, by default. And I wish he'd get it. Uh, you know, I wish he'd get it uh, because Lamar has had – he's had to fight <clears throat> those last couple of years of people saying he couldn't stay healthy uh, for a full season. And he did that. And not only did he do that, he put up some real good numbers. So, I, you know, I'm not mad if he get it. But it's not a runaway. And that comment came in from Paul in Lake Village on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Let's go to the phones and talk to Brent. What's up, Brent? What's up, Joe? What's up, Reggie? Uh, my hometown, Stuttgart, Arkansas. My my family all from there. All right, there you go. Hey, Reggie. Just so you know, I talked I talked to some people today to think the world of you. I had I talked to Coach Houston not today for a long time. And I don't know if you were at Murray State when he was there, but Kim Dameron, did he coach the secondary when you were there? Kim Dameron was our defensive coordinator when I was there. Defensive coordinator, yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. I, I talked to both those guys. Talked to both those regular. Uh, I want to I talk, Joe, about you've, – you've denied it for years, but I know 49er John is a mole in your radio station. Not at all. I know y'all. I know, Not yeah, at all. Oh, yeah. Joe, we don't have more. Oh, oh, you don't? Okay. Nah. Well, that's good to know. But I, I want to tell you, this goes to Forty Nine er John. Okay, Forty Nine er John. What has Kyle Shanahan do done as a coach of the Forty Nine ers other than lose Super Bowls? Who was when he was at the Falcons? He lost that on his own because of his stubborn pride, which is hubris, trying to throw the ball. I wanted to hear that. <laughs> Call back, Brent. Couldn't get that complete Call point out ASAP. there. Couldn't get it all out there. Yeah, let's see if we can get Brent back on and uh, 
we'll hear what else he has to say. I like where that conversation was going. What's up, Brent? What's up? Am I back? See, y'all dump me. Y'all don't dump 49er John, so I think he's a mole, Joe. <laughs> Brent, the phones, that, that's the phone. So what, come on hey, with it. Come on the, with it. Okay. Kyle Shanahan, he's done nothing but lose Super Bowls. The last two coaches that win Super Bowls for the 49ers aren't walking through that door. Bill Walsh is dead, and George Seifert, I, I don't know if he's still living or not. But the, the proof is the Cowboys have a Super Bowl winning coach in Mike McCarthy and the and <laughs> <laughs> now that probably needed to be dropped when he's talking about the Super Bowl winning coach in Mike McCarthy. Now he is that, <clears throat> but we know that he had a great quarterback in Aaron Rodgers at the time, and it was more about Aaron Rodgers than Mike McCarthy. Yeah, but he's a cowboy coach now, Joe. And you, Joe. Keep on here. <laughs> I'm just excited for this season, man. I don't really care what nobody's saying, man. I'm happy with what I'm seeing. Let's get to the NFC Championship game and see what happens. Still got a lot of work to do. I know it. Got, got this week to end the regular season and try to improve that and playoff what, position. And that's what's scaring me. And, and win the division. That's what's that's scaring me. That's on the line. Washington going to come in there and try to spoil us. I know it. Just just like the Giants, they're going to try to go beat the Eagles. Yeah, I Same hope type so. of deal. I hope so. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> fly low. No, no you, I was going to say, you don't want them flying now, do you? <laughs> you don't want them flying. So, speaking of that, though, Reg, when we look at uh, the NBA, there were a number of games last night and uh, some high-scoring games. That's um, It was a first in NBA history where you had five teams that scored – at least 140 points. There's no more defense, man. It's just like football. It's so far changed, man, that you just have to accept the product, live with it, and enjoy what you're seeing. But it's so different. Is, is it is it not good defense, or are these players just really skilled on the offensive side? Both. Both. But these guys don't care about defense. They don't care. It's, you know, highlight reel. What you know? What you know? How can I get on Sports Center? I don't even think the coaches preach defense like they used to, and that's the sad part about it. Because, and you know, and so Steph Curry is a lot of that. He's a lot of that because of what he did uh, with uh, shooting the ball. Everybody wants to shoot threes now. So teams taking thirty and forty threes a game, a game. It's changed. So last night, five teams score 140 points plus. You had the Cavs, Pacers, Hawks, who all won the game. And then you had the Pistons, who scored 148. They won last night? They lost 154 to 148 in overtime. Now, they have broken the the losing streak. Yeah, I know. So they, they have won a game since then. But, yeah, they scored 148 points last night and lost to the Jazz, 154 to 148. How has Detroit fallen like that? They got a good coach. You know, Monty ain't just, but he won in Phoenix. So it can't be all him. The personnel department has done a bad job of getting in talent, evaluating talent, and putting that talent together. And they've had some unfortunate injuries, too. Also, the Thunder, they scored 138 last night and lost to the Hawks, who scored 141. And then you had another game. Where the Magic and Kings went to overtime. Kings won 138 to 135. So, some really high scoring games. But it's just those are a few games of the many that happened last night. But it's just amazing that so many games and so many points scored on the same night. It's video game now, it's video game basketball. But how about Monk, man? Monk is having a better career. Later than earlier. Yeah, he's he's always going to be in a six man conversation. Yeah, he's balling, man. He's balling, and and that's something that uh, we all expected. We all expected him to be good on the next level. Now there were people that didn't necessarily, not that they didn't want to see him do good, but they didn't care anything about what because he was going to do Kentucky. because yeah. of that, right? Yeah. I don't care about that, man. I just think he wasn't a good fit in Charlotte because of all the pressure from Jordan. And when George stepped it in the back of the head, that done something to him. He was even playing well there, too, though. Yeah, but not like he is now. You know, now he's more consistent. 
and 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 he's been more of a leader than he was back then. Celtics have the best record in the NBA. They are twenty six and seven, and then in the Western Conference, Timberwolves twenty four and nine. So you got a couple of teams that haven't even lost double digit games yet. But then if you look at uh, the top teams in the East, it's the Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Heat, Pacers, Magic. Then you go to the Western Conference. Timberwolves, Thunder, Nuggets, Clippers, Kings, Pelicans, and uh Is that Thunder number two? Yeah, Thunder. They're twenty <laughs> twenty three and ten. So the Mavs are on the outside in the West. They're the first team out because you know they look at those top six. And then we know that eight teams on each side, they're gonna make the playoffs, but seven through ten, those are the ones that play the play in game. And uh seven through ten in the east. Cavs, Knicks, Nets, Hawks, 7 through 10 in the West. Mavs, Rockets, Suns, Lakers. Lakers sitting at 17 and 18. The Lakers, since that in-game meaningless tournament, they just fell off. Since then. And I don't even understand what that tournament was about. It was cool. It, it brought some notoriety to the NBA and people kind of getting excited. This is how the season goes for the NBA or how it has gone in the past. It's been about opening the opening games when they first tip off and you see the, the champion when they get their rings. You see the first couple of nights of the NBA. There's a lot of excitement. Then there's a lot of drop-off until you get to Christmas Day, which we just had. There's some excitement there. So what do you do from the beginning of the NBA season, which is around mid-October through Christmas? You don't want that complete drop-off. You want to keep some excitement going on. And that's what they did this year with the end season tournament. There was a lot of excitement about it. Hmm. I just know my Lakers has 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 been suffering since. And like somebody said on Facebook, you know, you know how LeBron was all happy, he said Kobe would never. Because Kobe had a thing saying that we only hang championship banners up in here. We don't hang conference banners. If if they had conformed to this at that time, it would have been different. But it is a sign of the times we're in now. And and it that's almost one of those things you hate to hear where it's like you played the game, so you know, you have a personal stance on it. But it's always gonna be players that played at a certain time as the game is changing, they're always gonna have some kind of complaint about the changes that are in the game today and right. as we know it. Right. It, it the players evolution. That are, the players that are playing the game right now. They're going to be changes 10 years down the line, and they're going to be complaining about what's happening 10 years down the line. And, and you know, they're getting those complaints right now, but when they're done playing, they're going to be, get, they're going to be complaining in the same way. It's yeah. just, like you said, evolution, that's, that's what happens. That's true. So it's, it's never going to stop. It's always going to be an ongoing process and a cycle. Right. <clears throat> Just go back to kick returns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really see that going away, though. I don't, I don't see it going away where, uh, you know, the thought is that they're going to take special teams out of the game at some point. I don't see it going away like that completely. They are trying to make it safer, but they're going to do everything they can. Just like they did a recent study on the um, the fair catch rule that they put in for this season and it looks like that's going to go away. That's going to be a one and done. Because they, even though they want to have the game safer, they don't want to completely take kick returns out of the game where somebody sees the ball coming, they're just going to call fair catch, and then the team gets the ball at 25. Because that's how they're coaching it because it's part of the game. If you take that out and it's not part of the game, they're not going to coach it like that. So what do you mean? So now you can fair catch once again. The rest of the time you got to uh, bring it out? No, no. You... you you can fair catch. No, you can do it throughout the entire game. But if you fair catch the ball inside the 10, you get it at the 25-yard line. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying one and done because this is the one season that they've done it, and it's going away after this from all the reports that are out there that it's going to go away. I just think, <clears throat> man, again, move the ball back that five yards and bring back the return game. They took the wedge out already. So you can't form wedges anymore. So it's man-on-man block. So it's me against you. So since y'all have done that, let the guys return the kicks. 
Okay, the wedge is gone. And that's where a lot of uh, concussions came from, wedges. You know, I knew guys that was getting knocked out and taking spelling salt from the sideline. And going back in. And going back in. That's gone. It's one-on-one block or two-on-one block. So bring back the excitement that can win a ball game. <clears throat> There's been some talk about the NFL looking into what the XFL and what the USFL did. And I know you didn't pay much attention to those games, but they had uh, – we'd have to go back and, and kind of look at the video to break down the because they weren't the same. Even though they've merged now, mm-hmm. XFL and USFL, and they are now the UFL. I didn't know that. United Football League. So XFL is uh, no more. No, no, they're they're <clears throat> merged with the USFL, and it's now called UFL, United Football League. Now Dwayne Johnson and um, uh, his his ex wife, uh, her last name's Garcia. They still are, you know deeply involved in it but i don't know if they're the only one since there's a merger mm-hmm. since you know maybe they brought somebody that same was, teams they they combine and uh they they narrowed it down there are only eight teams so four former usfl teams and four former xfl teams and now you have an eight team league all together but the conferences it's the you know it's the XFL conference and it's the USFL conference. Gotcha. Yeah, Reggie Ballo is the head coach of one of those teams, the DC Defenders. Yes, yeah. that's, that's my guy. So, are they still a part of it? No, I. I we'll, we'll, let's look at the teams that are left. But they got beat in the championship yeah. game by the Arlington Renegades. Arlington Renegades are going to play the uh, Birmingham Stallions, who won the USFL in back-to-back years. And that's where your guy for the Cowboys, the kicker, Aubrey, that's where he came from. He came from the the uh, Birmingham Stallions. Gotcha. But they they had a different... Yeah, they're part of it still. <clears throat> okay, D.C. is still in it? San Antonio, St. Louis. So San Antonio got Wade Phillips, St. Louis got Anthony Beck. Uh, that's my old teammate in XFL. Memphis has... John DeFilippo. 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 Michigan has Mike Nolan. Um, Arlington has Bob Stoops. Birmingham, Skip Holtz. Houston, Curtis Johnson. And D.C., Reggie Barlow. And then even during the season with Arlington, with the Renegades going on to win, they had a losing record, and they they made a trade for quarterback during the season. And they kind of took off at the end of the season, barely made it into the playoffs, and... They thrive once they right. got there. Made it through, uh, you know. Yeah, you called me and told me to watch the game. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of uh, Reggie Barlow coaching and then the fact that Bob Stoops was on the sidelines. And they were able to get a win. So, But, yeah, the return game in there, there were some differences with it where they lined up the um, the return team lined up five yards away from yeah, the kicking team. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And, and the returner was back deep. Right. So they blocked up front five yards away from each other, and the returner had a chance to catch the ball and field it. Before they could take off. Yeah, with, yeah. No, with nobody around them. But I still seen man-on-man blocking. It wasn't no wedges. Right. Now, so so do you like do you like that, though? Putting That's put, better than having guys back there in front catching every ball. Well, I'm, I'm saying the alignment, though. Do you like that better where they are five yards apart and nobody can move until the ball, the returner actually catches I'll deal the ball. With yeah, I'll deal with that because at least you're giving the return guy a chance to return a kick. You know, rather than kicking the ball, you know, in the end zone ten times a game and maybe getting one return. And there were some good returns That from brings that. the excitement back, yeah. And it's mono-a-mono blocking. It's safe. You ain't got far to run. Do your job. Cover your lane. Not sure if the NFL would adopt something like that. I think the NFL would they be. They should. I think they would be more likely to go with that onside alternate where you take the ball fourth and 15 from your own 25. I think they would be more likely to adopt that than the kickoff itself. Well, they're superior, so they probably don't want to follow nobody. They think that, you know, they can be the ones that set all the standards, you know, so they probably wouldn't want to copy a lower league. I don't know. You know, maybe so. But they want to be the ones to initiate the change. That's how they are. They looked into it in, in preseason at one point. Yeah. So 
it like you're talking about it it wasn't necessarily their idea but they actually did implement it in preseason and they they looked into it yeah so yeah it always interesting though when they get to the end of the season and they have um the competition committee look at some of the rules rules changes and some of the things they want to do to keep in, improving the game so um some of that stuff hasn't been put out there just yet but usually around this time you start to hear about some of those things that have been put out there and and then some of the the rules that could possibly change for the upcoming season. Let's go to the phones and talk to Sean and Little Rock. What's up, Sean? What's going on, Joe? Man, everything is good. Uh, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too. What's up, Reggie? What up? Coach Reggie. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Man, I called to ask you, Reggie. What's up with the new coach at Southwest High School? What kind of offense does he run? And is he going to be any good? I thought you were going to get that job, but uh, tell me something about it. The job is still open. Is it? Yeah, they haven't even hired anyone yet. I thought they were going to get the uh, coach from uh, Nashville. No, it's still open. They haven't even put the job online yet, so it won't be online until next Monday or Tuesday. So they haven't even started the whole process yet. Okay, did you put your name in that hat? I most definitely did. <laughs> well, well, I'm pulling for you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right. All right, Thanks. take care, Sean. Four of Out of Bounds coming up after this break from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swinton. We'll have more. Stay tuned. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Arkansas football has reportedly found their next wide receivers coach as they are expected to hire Missouri State co-offensive coordinator Ronnie Fouch. Fouch previously worked under Bobby Petrino at Louisville and Missouri State. In college basketball yesterday, Central Arkansas beat champion Christian 120-54. They are led in scoring by Maumel native Carl Daugherty Jr. who had a career-high 29 points. Their next game will be on Saturday against North Alabama. Tonight in college basketball, Little Rock will host SIU Edwardsville at the Jack Stevens Center. Both teams are currently 1-1 in Ohio Valley Conference play. Tip is set for 7. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Arkansas State also plays tonight as they host Georgia Southern in Jonesboro. Tip for that game is set for 7. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. important is price when buying tires maybe for you it's what drives you to choose your tire store how important is service and what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family owned what if i told you that your local family-owned big o tires in conway and cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor right now we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road tires service and straight talk big o tires Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by H.J. Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets, a Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Fix only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money. 
so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramps corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramps software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. Football season in Arkansas is one of my favorite times of the year. And I think we can all agree that game days are better with tailgating. Fourth quarters are better with game-winning field goals. And the best played games are better with teamwork. And just like on the field, Bell Chevrolet is better because of our people and their dedication to our customers. Shop Bell Chevrolet and bellchevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Eat My Catfish, your favorite place for po'boys, shrimp, chicken, crawfish, and so much more, including, of course, catfish, is back open for business in the Breckenridge Village Shopping Center starting Tuesday. And you're invited to help celebrate the grand reopening as the Zone broadcasts live from there starting at 10. There'll be a ribbon cutting, door prizes, and giveaways, as well as a chance to win a catering valued at $250. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. The official reopening for Eat My Catfish at Breckenridge with the Zone and 103.7 The Buzz. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boarhead deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes All the words past the margin The whole of mic I'm throbbing Mechanical movement Understandable smooth That murderers move with The thief's theme the thief's Play theme. me at night They won't act right The fiend of hip-hop Has got me stuck like a crack pipe The mind activation React like I'm facing time Like Pappy Mason With pins I'm embracing Wipe the sweat off my dome Spit the phlegm on the street Suede Tim's on my beats Make my cypher complete Weather cruising in a six cab I'm on tarot deep I can't call it The beats Make me falling asleep, I keep falling, but never falling six feet deep. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. me. World is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. To my man Ill Will, God bless your life. To my people throughout Queens, God bless your life. I trip you box of crazy name it guns and all my baby pictures. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swinton. You want to get involved in the show? You can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. Those are all the ways to get into the show. The Brooklyn Nets, they are facing a fine from the NBA. It's $100,000, and uh, the NBA has the new policy for player participation, and they were fined $100,000 for violating the league's player participation policy by sitting several players and a home loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. The league said after they investigated the incident and have they even included an independent physician to review the matter, it was determined that four Nets players in the rotation who didn't play in the game could have played under the medical standard and player participation policy, and that's something that was adopted this season. That's what the NBA said in a statement announcing the fine. Now, the players in question were Spencer Dinwiddie when he was out with rest, 
Dorian Finney-Smith, he had left knee soreness, Cam Johnson, right knee sprain, and Nick Claxton had uh, left ankle sprain. And uh, they lost the game 144 to 122. And after the game, uh, Jacques Vaughn was asked about it. And, and also, um, Mikel Bridges didn't play uh, the first quarter. And Cam, Cam Thomas and Royce O'Neal didn't play after the first quarter. So none of those players, they had four players that didn't play the game at all. And then you had Mikel Bridges, Cam Thomas, and Royce O'Neal. They played the first quarter and didn't play the game after that. So Jacques Vaughn, when he was asked, he said, uh, I got to think short term and long term and make executive decisions for the betterment of the group and the roster. So that's where we were at that night. They were just trying to rest their guys that were injured. And they were also trying to mix and match the lineups based on the four guys being out. But they were fined $100,000 for it. And the fines should be more, and the players should get fined too because you make all this money. You signed up for this basketball job. People are paying their hard-earned money to come see the superstars play, yet you want to rest. But when you go back to how it used to be, those guys didn't rest. They felt like it was their obligation to give the fans their money's worth. So if you're healthy and you can play, go out there and play. You make plenty enough money enough money that's being paid for by the fans. Get your out there and play some basketball. Suck it up. You owe that to people that's paying their money. So I think it should be two fifty, find them two fifty, and find the players. Yeah, uh the policy has been put in place so the the initial penalty is that hundred thousand, but it goes up from there yeah. if it happens multiple times. Good. Heath What's up, Heath? Hey, good, at- good afternoon. Hey, Joe, how you doing, Reggie? What's going on? Everything's good. Hey, man, listen, I just I didn't know if you know this, but you just don't have any dogs on your team, man. That's just, I mean, you know, you don't have no dogs on those uh, Cowboys. So uh, I guess that's the, the biggest problem you got to deal with right now. So, <laughs> but uh, you got, listen, you got to forgive 49er John, man. <laughs> yeah, these phones have a mind of their own. Look at God. <laughs> take care of him real quick. <laughs> Bruno. Hey there. Hey, what's up, Bruno? Hey, uh, Mr. Reggie. Yes. Did, uh, did, did your dad play for Horace uh, Mann High School? That, 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 that was my cousin, <clears throat> Bruce oh, Swinton. Your, your cousin? Yeah, Bruce Swinton. Oh, okay, okay. Well, <clears throat> I saw him play one time against Hall High. And I thought he was the best player on the field. But didn't he go to some college somewhere to play? Yeah, he went to – it's now called UAPB. It was called Arkansas okay. and A&M back then, wasn't it? UAPB. Okay. A- well, uh, A-M&N. A-M&N, yeah. Okay, well, very good. Well, enjoy talking to you, and y'all have a great day. All right, man, you too. Hey, appreciate it, Bruno. You- when, when, when you said that at first, I was thinking of the younger Bruce, and when you said – is now called UAPB, then I realize you're talking about his, his dad. dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on now. It, it would have been called UAPB when Bruce went there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, NFL has identified some of the top coordinators and um, assistant coaches that are going to be in line for head coaching jobs. So the top five offensive coordinators according to the NFL and uh, NFLPA survey Frank Smith of the Miami Dolphins and uh, he's their offensive coordinator Thomas Brown for the Panthers, Brian Schottenheimer for the Cowboys, Brian Callahan for the Bengals and Kellen Moore for the Chargers those are the top five offensive coordinators. Kellen Moore? They're putting up points and they put and, and when he was the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, they put up points above uh, the enemy. NFLPA sur- player survey, player survey. Yeah. So the players they, voted on they, this. Yeah, they didn't. They Eric Bieniemy is not in the top five. They didn't have him in the top five. Wow. Uh, top defensive coordinators, according to the survey, Aaron Glenn. With the Lions. Should be. Steve AG. Wilkes 
with the 49ers, Dan Quinn with the Cowboys, Brian Flores with the Vikings, Raheem Morris with the Rams. Dan Quinn, <clears throat> I would have said yes in the beginning. As of late, our defense has been getting killed in the run game. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Top five special teams coordinators, John Fossil for the Cowboys, Chris Tabor for the Panthers, and he's currently the Panthers' interim coach, and nobody expects him to get the job full-time just because of the Panthers and uh, their situation. Only uh, winning a few games there. Matt Daniels of the Vikings, Dave Dave Phipp of the Lions. So you got a couple of Lions, a couple of Cowboys. You got a few coaches on both those staffs. And Darren Rizzi of the Saints. It's amazing what happened when you win. Yeah, but even, even even with the Panthers, though, Chris Tabor, you know, being on the Panthers staff, and Thomas Brown, who's on the Panthers staff as the offensive coordinator, he was identified. The players must love him. You can be a player's coach now, and players will vote for you. I can tell you, uh, <laughs> our special teams coach in Arizona my last year, he was with me in Detroit, and he the one that brought me out there, so I was loyal to him, but... You know, he didn't do a very good job that year. I forget his name. He didn't do a, he, and I remember going in meetings around week 12, week 13, and it was rumors of him getting fired when the season was over. And he walking in a meeting, players would say, dead man walking. Oh, I would no. be like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. He couldn't do anything about it, man. And they said it every day. <clears throat> Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill, an update to the story that broke yesterday that there was a fire at his home. And uh, Tyreek Hill, he was actually at practice at the time. He left practice, went to the house, and there was video of uh, he and his family outside the house. So the good thing about it is everyone was safe. And it's now been determined that the start of the fire was because of a child playing with a cigarette lighter. And that was the start of the fire and did a lot of damage to his... uh, seven million dollar home in miami rick ross was there and he went live during the fire and took a selfie of the fire behind him he was there this was before tyreek made it to the house yeah wow so apparently he lives across the street from rick ross yeah yeah they live he he lives close to uh rick ross ab lives not too far away antonio brown they all live in that same area yeah but um, also something that was interesting is Tyreek Hill, over the last couple of weeks, he's been nursing an ankle injury and playing through that ankle injury. He showed up to the house. He, even though he was at practice, he was in a walking boot when he showed up to the house. So, um, you know, they have to furnish these practice reports and everything and tell who's dealing with injury, who didn't practice. But it was just interesting to see that he was at practice but he showed up to the house in a walking boot in 05 i did the same thing i spent all day long in a walking boot until practice you only saw me at practice in regular shoes doing practice but outside of it i was in a walking boot all day every day so i know what's going on and drew rosenhaus who is tyree kill's agent he made a statement he said he and his family are safe no one was injured that's uh the thing that they're most grateful for and thankful that the fire was able to be contained to a limited area in the house, but there will be plenty of smoke and water damage. It's something very difficult that they're dealing with at this point, but the main thing is that everybody is safe and they will be able to recover from this. Yep. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. It's going to be the final segment. Stay tuned. There's more on the other side. Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, but try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So 
I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton. Skin care is self-care. And with daily beauty steals of 50% off during Ulta Beauty's Love Your Skin event, I can find everything I need to make loving my skin a daily practice from brands like Osea, Lancome, and Tula. And I can shop weekly skin and wellness deals of 30% off more must-have brands. Plus, see what's new from brands like Bubble and in select stores, Sol de Janeiro and Ula Hendrickson. Hurry, event ends January 20th. Shop in store, online, or try pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions apply. My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks DayQuil High Blood Pressure for max strength daytime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. DayQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks DayQuil High Blood Pressure. The daytime, non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use as directed. In 2007, Darren McFadden rushed for 206 yards and four touchdowns and upsetting the number one team in Death Valley. While celebrating this victory, D-Mac coined the phrase, We got that wood right here, baby! Well, at Rideout Lumber, not only do... We got that wood right here, baby! But Rideout Lumber also takes pride in the quality of building materials and service. Anything from takeoffs and material lifts to the lumber and supplies you need to complete any project, Rideout Lumber can help. Rideout Lumber, Arkansas's most trusted name in building supplies since 1971. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swinton. Still time to get into the show. You can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. All the ways to get in. With uh, All-Star break coming up soon for the NBA. The initial voting has already taken place. And no surprise that leading the Western Conference in votes is LeBron. LeBron has over 2 million votes. And then leading the Eastern Conference is Giannis. And Giannis has over 2 million also. So the uh, front court for the Western Conference is LeBron, KD, Jokic, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi. Backcourt, Luka, Steph Curry, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, SGA for the Thunder. James Harden. James Harden is still one of the top vote-getters. James Harden and Kyrie. So that's your uh, top vote-getters for the Western Conference backcourt. Eastern Conference frontcourt, you have Giannis, Embiid, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown. Backcourt. Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, and Tyrese Maxey. So those are early returns on All-Star voting for the upcoming All-Star break. I'm trying to think about the players and the matchups. On paper, it seemed like the Western Conference should blow them out just on paper. It always seems like that. <clears throat> yeah. Look at LeBron, who's in 20 years, or 39 years old. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, the weak link with us, I think I say us because I got him on my Cause, team. Yeah, because you got a jersey and everything, huh? Yes, KD. <laughs> <laughs> the weak link. Yeah. Is KD? Why Why you say it's KD? Not KD. Um, Dave, Anthony Dave, AD. Okay, okay. Yes, they are always down. Um, that's the weak link, I think, for us. <clears throat> but the Western Conference does have that shooter, Dame Lillard. Dame is a beast, man. Now, he's with the Bucks now, so he's in the Eastern Conference. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So they got, that, got got Dame over there now. Who was the guy you named that I've never heard of? <clears throat> Tyrese Halliburton? Yeah. Now, who is he with? He's with the Pacers. They played against the Lakers in the championship game for yeah, the in-season tournament. Yeah, no, so, so the reason that a lot of people had the Pacers favored in that game is because Halliburton was unstoppable. The Lakers, the way they defended him, they defended him a lot differently from all the other teams. He got curly hair? He has a low haircut. Lights can't get? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's dynamic, though. He can do it all. He can shoot from the outside. He can drive the paint. He can get other players involved. How many years have he been playing? Uh, four or five, maybe. See, see, when you insert markets, man, people don't really hear about you. If you put him in a market where it's a known market, we all hear about him. Let's see what how long he's been there. He's 23 years old, and he has been in the league since 2020. So, so three years. Yeah, just three years. When yeah. is that game? All-Star game usually is around mid, mid-February. It's, it's usually um, around Valentine's Day. So it's usually around that time. The NBA, you know, doesn't really really start getting good to after the break anyway. See, that's, that's when... That's, that's why they... Go back to your point. Yeah, the end-season tournament. I don't really start paying deep attention to it until after the All Star break. Like you know, including the end, you know, including that tournament. You know, I didn't watch it <clears throat> because basketball doesn't, because football still consumes me at that point, and so I don't really dig really deep into basketball until after the All Star break, when you know players start to really, you know, buckle down um, and get serious with it. Alabama's two corners, Kool-Aid McKinstry and Tarion Arnold, they are putting their names into the 2024 NFL Draft. Alabama? Yeah. Considering they, they're losing nine to the portal, 
It's a sad day when when players want to leave Alabama. That used to be the mecca where everybody wanted to go. They just don't want to sit and wait, though. They, you know, they if they realize they're good enough to play and start somewhere else, they want to go ahead and take advantage of that well, now instead of sitting on the bench <clears throat> and waiting. Well, their starting center is leaving. I think it's because of all them bad snaps. Yeah, and he should be, probably. <laughs> he probably getting all kinds of threats down there in Birmingham. I mean, uh, in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's team revealed that they had a plan that they wanted to make him world famous. And, you know, that was the initial plan when they when he first entered the league and they wanted him to um, have a lot of success on and off the field. But they also said that there's some concern now with overexposure because of the fact of dating Taylor Swift. And then um, he has a lot of uh, endorsements and they don't want to limit his endorsements because they want him to be able to bring in as much money as he can. But they said at this point they prefer quality over quantity. So if they can get some more quality spots and endorsements and maybe get more money out of those as opposed to like say if he had 10 endorsements as opposed to having 30 endorsements right they want him to have less and there be you know not maximum pay yeah that threat of uh being overexposed and then people get tired of seeing them and um and you know get to that that point but i think a lot of their downfall got to do with all of the attention because when you watch Kansas City play, they zoom in to the booth 10 times a game focusing on Swift. And his play has really gone down tremendously. Gone down. Well, at, uh, at, <clears> first, <throat> at first they were winning all the games she showed up to, and most recently they've been losing the games, but that has nothing to do with her. No, but, you know, when, when you're losing, they find anything, or when you're not playing well, they find anything to fall back on and say, oh, well, that's the reason. <coughs> Always. So his uh, his management team, they said, you know, something to look forward to in, in the future. Probably uh, a few less commercials. And his management team, uh, a couple of twin brothers, Andre and Aaron Eames of ANA Management, they said uh, they're concerned about the oversaturation. So Travis Kelsey is... Um, he may not play. He may only play a few more years because he's older than you yeah. know, people would think. He's 35 at this point. But that's it for Out of Bounds today. And uh, appreciate you, Dame. Appreciate Todd earlier. Always good to see you, Reg. And yes, talk sir. to you tomorrow. Drive time coming up next. Great news. Stocking stuffers at Bell and & Sword in Conway. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell & Sword has everything for men. Athleisure from Bory, PJ and hoodies from Saks, Cologne, Basque, Epoch. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Ningman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street on Facebook and Instagram. Roger